Mama's Code. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> I'm Erica, and we are, we are still Mama's Code. Yeah, and we're so sorry we left so abruptly. It wasn't our intention. We like to keep you on edge. No, and life just gets to us at times, you know. We sometimes feel like we can cope with everything that we're going through, and like work, kids, move we had something going on every single weekend didn't we like literally back to back it was like one thing after the other literally this summer was actually so yeah. busy and we always talk about you know taking time out for yourself not trying to like burn yourself out and then there was times where I was like to Jess Jess should be just take a break and she'll be like no 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 I'm fine and then she'll see that I'm stressed but like, do you want to take a break and I'll be like no 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 I'm fine and then we kind of like no, no, we, we're clearly kind of sending signals to I each think- other. And then Jess messaged me once and then she was just like, you know, we're taking a break. And I was like, okay. I'm done. <laughs> like you were saying, we were so tired. And yeah. I know personally I was very emotional. I had emotionally abused myself to the last strand that mm. I had in me. And I feel like we are. we always like to come here with like positive high energies. And it was literally like, hey mamas yeah <laughs> so so obviously we don't we, we don't want you to hear that on monday mornings do we no definitely not but we are back full of energy we've had a great summer as you all know erica cursed us with the wettest <laughs> summer ever thank you erica you're welcome you're welcome i mean i didn't and i i, I feel like I, I just stopped posting on instagram for that specific reason that one post, I barely post, <laughs> literally, I barely post. And then that one time, I was just sick and tired of sun. Like, I couldn't go outside for a walk because, like, one shoulder will burn. And I would literally send pictures to Jess, and I'll be like, how is this even possible? One shoulder burn and one side of my face, and yet I'm walking on, like, the sun's, like, directly hitting <laughs> me, all of me, and just one side. The heat was just too much to take. I just couldn't. And because there was no swimming pool or anything to go to, I was like, nah, I need a bit of air or something. That's the thing. There was no breeze at all. Yeah. And like my vagina would constantly sweat. And you know when you're like, you're wearing shorts or like a skirt or a dress and then it's dripping and then you feel like Mm. people are going to think you're pissing yourself. Or it's like burning your thighs. Yeah. I got like rash on my thighs because of the heat. Yeah. Um, it's disgusting. No, and like to sleep, it's the most uncomfortable situation. Like, I w- I didn't know what to do. There was a point that it, the, the day before <laughs> you slept on the floor. Yeah, no? the day before, Ollie went on the floor. I was on the floor, and we didn't know what to do. Like <laughs> the only, kids were on the floor. <laughs> there was only so many pans that we could bring out that they were just blowing. They were blowing nothing. Warm air. Yeah, it was disgusting and then the next day I just had enough and that's when I asked Jesus to send us some rain but then after that I feel like he took it a bit serious yeah, a month later we were still having rain yeah and then we went camping and then everyone at camping was like yeah because, because like literally the tents were like blowing away <laughs> and every, and I, I couldn't even moan because I'd be like oh que perez, like it's raining and they'll all look at me like judging me and Ollie you know my spouse you'd think he'd be on my back uh, didn't you tell Jesus <laughs> that you wanted rain? And I was like, oh, shut up. Suck your mum. <laughs> the audacity. But what you've been up to? Well, apart from being very wet. Sexually or like weatherly? Well, <laughs> do you know what? I'm just, I'll be honest with you. This, um, remember 
the last few episodes I was saying to you that I was so ready to live my hot mom summer and I was like finding escapism in alcohol and shit guys I'm not an alcoholic Mm. but I managed to pull through I had the best summer ever I was drunk most weekends but I was working out every single I was working out five days a week guys and that is a lot for me my trousers I don't actually have to hold my muffin top in anymore but again I could have done better if I hadn't been drinking so much because obviously the alcohol and my sex drive just elevated and I think it's because of the pole class the course that we did really and I think I feel like I had I was having this conversation with Mel and I was saying to her that when like the first day that I went out I actually dulled up like I actually put on makeup put hair put my heels back on which I haven't worn for like sorry whole, you just said whole... you just said put hair like did you are you bald or something heels, heels. Just go hair. you said put hair put heels you didn't say do your hair you said put hair so I could just imagine Jess like night taking off her wig and just bald <laughs> Oh my god, I mean that too. Um, but yeah, and I feel like that that very first night when I did that, it just really, it's it's almost like, you know when Cinderella put her shoes on and then everything just went glitzy around her and she became that princess? I felt like that. I was like, oh my god, it's Jess. Like, it's Jessica before we had, like, I had a child. Mm. And it just felt so great because it was like, why did I stop doing this? There was no reason apart from the pandemic because who's going to be walking around their house in heels and all dressed up? Yeah. You, you'd you'd probably go as far as having a nice mum mum bun and jeans just to check that you still fit in them because everyone mm. was bored eating. Um so yeah, I had I had a really good time. I reconnected with old friends and family members and I felt like where I had emotionally emotionally abused myself I feel like I was so numb but now I feel like I've got that bit of life back in me like that bit of Mm. bit of excitement and Leo started nursery of course yes tell us about it it was really do you know what he cried today on his third third day but he cried apparently he cried like because his snack finished (laughs) <laughs> and he wanted to take he wanted to take the the little boy next to him like his banana and obviously he's obsessed with bananas and the teacher was like no it's finished you've had your snack and he started crying and apparently he went and walked into the corner and was just angry at the teacher so so obviously she's calm and she's like done her thing I've gone to pick him up and she was just telling me about it and then and she was like oh yeah the banana and I think it triggered him to remember and he started crying and he was just like complaining to me that they didn't give him more banana but he did great he did really good um he didn't cry did he do the full day today or is that tomorrow tomorrow so we're recording Thursday so yeah Yeah. Friday he'll be doing his first full day um he was more excited today than the second day however as I've been mentioning to you I'm not letting that I'm not letting that put my hopes up because I know that sometimes they kind of backtrack a bit and mm. realise, oh my God, this is like a daily occurrence now. Like, I don't like this. Like, yeah. I want to stay home. And they, I feel like they start missing you. Also, hold on a minute. Why did no one tell me that they become more clingy? Yeah, because they don't see you as much. So Like today, yeah, he just wanted to hold my hand for absolutely everything. And I'm thinking, obviously, the teacher gives them that 110% attention like the whole time that he's there. 
and that interaction whereas obviously at home you do that for a bit and then you do yeah. things and you know he's at home he knows how to go around today I picked him up he hugged me he wanted me to carry him home he didn't want to let go of my hand he wanted me to put him to nap and I'm like oh my god I can't mm. do this I, I was cooking I made lunch holding his hand uh, uh, like honestly but I mean yeah we'll see how his first like four week goes and I'll keep you guys updated but as of yet no tears you might do like it's like all of us though no we start excited in a new job and then a month later you're like fuck this a day later more like like oh god what did I get myself into (laughs) why did I think I wanted to work (laughs) what about you well I mean summer summer was busy you know working still at home but then slowly trying to transition into the office um and then just keeping the boys busy really Joel had a few um like crazy camps uh Caden obviously he went nursery throughout it all um but then we went camping as I mentioned before and it was really good like I remember like I was never really a big fan of camping um, I don't know I just feel like I'm like I'm lazy as it is at home to get up and I've always mentioned that I wish like mm. I could give my pee to someone or point at them and then just transfer my pee to someone or have like my, my vagina detached from my body and have someone just pour it into the toilet I don't know it's something I've always wow. like, kind of thought of it because the, the thought of getting up when you're comfortable yeah. just because you need to pee is just so yeah. annoying so it's I think pathetic isn't it yeah like why like why does it have to anyways Ollie managed to convince me but oh, because we did cl- glamping previously to camping so I thought okay and um, it was nice you know the kids really enjoyed it and then that week you know one of our friends got us really excited about camping and I was like hmm but then I saw Ollie really excited and then you know buying the kids stuff and I was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to be the party pooper. I'm just going to go ahead with it. And I've done a lot of camping with, like, throughout my life because my parents, that was, like, kind of their way of, you know, when we didn't have, like, when we were immigrants. When we were, well, we still are, but, um, I mean, when we did, illegal, we, like, illegal <laughs> yeah, when we were illegal, we didn't have the resources to go to another country. So camping was yeah. kind of like our escape every single, you know, the, the six weeks holidays, it was camping here, camping there. Um, so I feel like I, you know, when like you burn out that kind of phase and yeah. you don't want to do it anymore. And you know, why would I want to sleep on the floor when I have like a bed yeah. and stuff? Um, but I've got to say like Ollie bought a really good tent and I think it's just the atmosphere I feel like that's how my parents perhaps saw me and that's why they did it so much because you know it's an open space your kids are running around they get to stay up late and then it's like food here and food there and it's just like a nice and bear in mind that we had like really shit weather so it was like literally thunderstorms and like winds Mm. 100 miles per hour that the, the the last night we were there I was up from like three in the morning because all I could hear was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then I looked at Ollie and I'm like, is, is the tent okay? <laughs> Are, you, <laughs> Are we going to We're not just going to fly away. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, I feel like the experience is really good. Like I really enjoyed it. And I think just seeing my kids enjoy it. Um, and then when we got home, Caden every single day was like, I must be camping. And I'm camping. like, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> and do you know what? It's just so nice to be like in touch with nature again because we're so like just you think, oh god, like we have to sleep on the floor and stuff. But just the, even the air that you're breathing around is just so much nicer. Yeah, and you, and you're not rushing anywhere. You're just mm-hmm. like oh, just being back to basics really yeah and it's like literally what what you take is what you have not like when you're at home that you know you start like overthinking everything like there it's like literally Mm. we took a bunch of food we had you know barbecues nothing like literally you'd think oh no we forgot this or oh we wish we could eat this no yeah everything we wanted we had it there and it was like pretty simple and that and that's the trick that when like when you go to these things or activities or experiences if you go prepared like actually prepared for what you're doing you're you're set up to have a good time it's not like you know if you've gone and imagine your tent would have flown off or that happened to or like you didn't have friends. anywhere to cook <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to make her feel bad <laughs> you know who you are but um <laughs> but do you know what I mean or if like you go and and you have diarrhea and then it's like there's no toilet and there's no paper and it's just like oh for fuck's sakes like um but even but, even know. like our friend that you know her tent flooded <laughs> like whilst we were going to it's sleep. all part of the story yeah it's part of the experience yeah but um like Ollie did say guys you know camping is about you making it your own experience yeah. because if you go with like bad equipment just a sleeping bag so you're literally sleeping just on the floor not like yeah. you know an inflatable bed yeah. or anything of course you're not going to have a good time if you're going to go there expecting like five five star services you're not going to have a good time <laughs> or like like your city boy life in your head like yeah or like oh you know like we we can't make too much noise you know you can't do that you know we can't we live in like flats you know, apartments, we can't make noise at whatever o'clock we want to. Um, so we all have to kind of respect, you know, we live with bricks, a tent yeah. is a tent. Like, you could hear things. So, you know, it's about showing the same respect you want to receive kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it was... It was <laughs> well, nice. I guess it's not going to be any clapping this weekend. <laughs> no, there is, there is, 100%. Oh, Just shaved her bum for this. <laughs> are you gonna tell them about your lockdown experience to my mom's house yeah oh yeah so um ollie went for a bike ride and then someone that he was with i actually went back to work (laughs) that was the first day i went back to work on the monday and i'm sitting down on my desk talking to one of my colleagues the only other one that was in the office and then I look at my phone and it's like, oh, yeah, we've tested positive for coronavirus. And I'm like, <laughs> your boss must have been like, no, you're taking the piss. Stop right there. Yeah, literally. And it was like a thing where I was like, I'm not going to go. Like, I've literally made such a big effort to come into the office. And he was literally like, Erica, you need to go. I was like, I think you're confused. I'm not going to go. Not a chance in the world. No, but I think it was that, like, you know, taking that first step to get there. You know, I've got ready. I woke up early put actual clothes on I'm here and then you're telling me I have to go like yeah impossible so I've ran to like the boots in front of the workplace to get a lateral flow and there's me like you know yanking my brain out through my nose and then it's come back negative and I'm like okay and I'm like you know it's come back negative mm-hmm. I'm okay but Tuesday I come back to work because I'm like okay you know two days woohoo go me and then like it was like 3 p.m and Ollie messages me and he's like, oh, I don't know how to say this. And I'm like, but what's wrong? He's like, 
I feel very sick. And I was like, oh, shut up. And I've gotten home and he started cooking. And then I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, have you not done a test? And he was like, no, I'll do one later. And I'm like, later? I was like, no, you're going to sit down and you're going to do a test. We were both there literally looking at the table whilst the little pink thing was going up. As soon as we saw them two lying, I looked at him and I was like, oh, and I looked too close. <laughs> you <let's> stop breathing. <laughs> I put my, ma- my my fingers on my, my, my hands on my mouth and I told the kids to run to the room. <laughs> and then I did a lateral flow test on myself again, the kids, and then we came back negative. So we escaped to my parents' house. Ollie was dying at home. But he survived, so we don't have to say R.I.P. to him. <laughs> and then slowly, um, one by one, we must like started Fooling. testing positive. Yeah. yeah. For me, I didn't get any symptoms, bar like an itchy throat. And I remember I recall so bad because I was always like with my mask on because I was taking care of my parents. And literally, like I would sleep with the mask on, and that morning I woke up and I was like. <clears throat> But I could have, I felt like an itchy, like very itchy throat. And I was like, oh shit. And I've gone to take a test, negative. I waited a little bit longer and I took one like at 12. So I was, I remember I was in a meeting and then I could like, you know, when like you just can't, you como tiene, como carraspera. And I was like, <clears throat> and it was very sore. And I remember I had like one of those locket things in, in my mouth to kind of soothe it. But then I was like, no, this is not normal. And I've taken another lateral one and it, it was positive And I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, literally yeah. the last one. How weird, though, that it was the same day. Yeah. But different mm. time. Yeah, it's very weird. And luckily, like, the only one that didn't catch it was Caden. Yeah, I feel like they didn't get it, you know. Oh, Joel got it. But he's older. Like, his immune but system is older. Our niece got it. I'm just chatting. Yeah, that's true. I'm just chatting. Well, that, well, I think with, with us, I, as soon as, like, Joe and my dad tested positive, because they were, like, after Ollie, um, I said to my, my my parents, I was like, we all need to wear a mask. And I was like, and I literally, I remember after the itchy throat, like, a few days later, I could only smell bleach and, like, mucus. And I was like, what is what is that? But I feel I felt like for me it was because I had I kept bleaching everything because you know Caden was still like around and I didn't want him to be infected. Um, and then yeah, like do you know like this NHS track thing? Yeah, it's absolutely bizarre. So yeah. obviously we've all done a PCR test. My PCR test came back negative. Caden's one came back negative, and my mum's came back negative. It was only Ollie, Jojo, and my dad that came back positive, right? Mm-hmm. you're not allowed to do another PCR test for 90 days and then the lady told me that how I shouldn't do the lateral flows and I was like what do you mean and she was like yeah no don't because then what's that what's going to happen is you guys are just going to go in a whirlwind of like isolation because obviously um so my dad tested positive Joel tested positive if if my mom tests positive afterwards that will add more days to them so they will still have to isolate yeah and then I was like but you do realize we're in a house Mm -hmm. where there's two people that have coronavirus so if you're telling me and you're telling other people that once their PCR test comes back negative to not test ever again for another 90 days do you know how many people are spreading the, the virus and then 
kids don't isolate so like Caden wouldn't have to isolate at all which is bizarre because how <laughs> remember when I asked you so he's life, just going yeah. about his life they, they said to me they were like do you want accommodation for him and I was like with who <laughs> they're like just for him and I'm like what? what the hell he's three what? so he's gonna be by himself honestly they're pathetic and i was so confused i was like what is wrong with you people he's literally three years old where is he going to go <laughs> they also told me if if like joel needed like mental health a mental health call and i'm like he's six years old if you ask him what's wrong he's probably going to say my mom doesn't let me play nintendo and that's as far as his problems go i just went on with my life as normal really and I feel like maybe perhaps that's why I didn't really get sick. Yeah. I just kept up on the adrenaline. I think once the 10 days were over, I kind of felt it. Um, like I felt like... Lethargic. Yeah, like very like tired. Um, yeah. I felt very out of breath. It was just, it was very weird. Very, very weird. It's nice to know that you've got some sort of immunity for the next few days. Well, you weeks. know, talking about that, yeah. <laughs> So you know my parents are double back. Oh my god! And yeah. like my, my, uh, have they been told that they need a third shot? My dad does because he's got Pfizer. But anyways, like so, my dad was really like, so why the hell are we getting vaccinated? You know, I still feel mm. very sick. And there was me going on with my life like nothing. And I remember like they were ones <laughs> to always say to me, Erica, you need to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. This is not something you play around with. And I was like, Dad, I just don't trust it. Like I'm not. You know, like, I feel yeah, like... I'm not there yet. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that I'm never going to get it done. But I, I just don't really trust it at the moment. Um, anyways, we've all got it now. My mum's, like, bed-bound. Oh, my God, did you get vaxxed? No. No, we've oh, all got, like, the... Oh, you all got COVID. COVID. Okay, okay. My mum's bed-bound, <laughs> and I'm still, like, roaming around the house, you know, trying to keep Joel and Caden occupied, you know, cleaning like a maniac and stuff. Um, and my dad's, like... You know, so what is the point of getting vaccinated? Erica hasn't got vaccinated and she's, you know, fine. So what is the point of, you know, getting vaccinated? So I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, anyways, my dad was talking to this guy, yeah, who got it really bad, like, when it first, like, coronavirus started. So he was one of those ones that were, like, stuck to a ventilator and stuff. And I can understand that, you know, everyone's circumstances are very different. Um... But, like, you know, my mum has very, like, really bad underlying health conditions. Like, she's got asthma, diabetes, and loads of other stuff. And I feel like for everything that she has, she got it really good. Like, she just had, like, you know when you have, like, um, like body aches? No, like a body ache. Like, when you know when it, after you have a fever that your body just really hurts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She felt that. Um, she had vomit, like, vomiting, but, like, very mild and then, like, a sore throat, but nothing else. Like, she didn't get fever, she yeah. didn't, nothing. My dad's got fever for a few days, but he's very, like, you know, he, he he he's more of that energy type. So he's, like, if I stay in bed and where he's got, like, a really bad back, he was, like, that's going to kill me. So what my dad would do, he would just, like, roam up and down. And he was, he was always in charge. So as soon as we all got it, he was, like, if I don't go out of the house, I'm going to go insane. And I feel like that's what's going to break me coronavirus isn't like my mental health is going to deteriorate if I stay at home yeah. so he would um wake up really early so say like 5 a.m he would go out with blacks and walk her mm -hmm. obviously with a mask and stuff and then come back 
and at night as well he would always wait for like 10 11 p.m and then he'll go give her mm. like a long walk um and I feel like that really helped him and I know like the advice is to stay at home and stuff but he always ensured that he wasn't in contact with anything and he wore gloves so he wasn't directly touching yeah. anything um and I and, like this guy that I, my dad was talking to he would just say so many things because my dad was like you know I don't I don't really believe in that it's that dangerous as they're saying um yeah. I feel like it's just the fear that gets into people and it gets to your mind that it kind of like makes people become sick because it's like it's yeah. like we've we've touched on it's this yeah, we've touched on this before you know if if we never get told if I have ca- like say like god forbid yeah but say like I have cancer right if I don't get told mm. I have cancer I'll go on with my life until you know I can yes I'll eventually die because I probably won't get treatment for it but as soon as I get told I've got cancer everything's gonna start hurting me it's the same with pregnancy you don't find out you're pregnant you can go nine months without feeling one thing as soon as you're told you're pregnant oh I'm nauseous I'm this I'm that this it's all a psychological game isn't it and this man tried to say because my dad was like I the NHS people, I was like, what do I take? They were like, if you call the GP for, like, you know, a cold, whatever, there's always something that you can take for this. You ask the NHS, what do I take for COVID? They say, oh, just drink water or take paracetamol. And my dad was like, something that's killing people. You're telling me yeah. you'll just drink water, stay at home and take paracetamol. That's that's what's going to help you to stay alive. And then this man goes, oh, no, do you know what's happening? The government haven't, haven't told anyone, but they're putting antibiotics <laughs> in the water. So apparently we're all drinking oh antibiotics in the water. Is he yeah, old? He's old. And it took me back to, you know, when we used to get those messages that a helicopter was going to go past spraying everyone. Oh, my God, spray, yeah. <laughs> oh, we were fools. Idiot. Feel like we, we just have to be grateful that we got it and we've come out okay with it and i feel like at this point it's just you know whatever you want to believe i feel like it is what, true you feel comfortable yeah there is something happen. i just don't think yeah. it's as severe as people make it out to be because even with like this whole underlying health conditions you know my mom really got freaked out because my mom has asthma so even when she gets like a a cold she gets asthma attacks and stuff and this time around I mean she was just it was normal for her like she kind of knew what to do but like I'm saying I'm grateful that she didn't get any worse and there are some people that do get really bad but I don't know it's, it's just really difficult to understand pinpoint yeah how it is that people get to that severity of mm. you know being hospitalized and stuff and not have oxygen inside them I honestly don't know but I definitely believe it's something out there because I still can't taste or smell anything. Oh, it's going to take about three weeks. It's been three weeks. Still can't do it. I can taste like a little bit. Like yesterday at work, I have like this diffuser, you know, the the white company. I'm, and I'm always like this to it. And yesterday, <laughs> some man went past and I was going like this to it. And then he looked at me and he was <laughs> like, like what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I just can't smell. And he was like, but you don't do that. Like, what? What? And he's just like very confused. He's like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see anything. Mama, I love you. Obviously, a lot of things have happened in this world that just, you know, when you just can't keep up with everything and you just feel like, oh my God, when is this mm. movie ever going to end? Mm, it's, it's very sad. Like, you know, every year that we like, you know, 2020 is going to be the shit. 2021 going to be this. It just gets worse. It's like, what on earth is going on? But do you feel, yeah, that, I mean... Obviously, that like, this is our reality. Yeah, we see what we we see on the news. We know things are happening. We 
perceive them how we want and how our mental how our mentality takes it right and our personality but do you think that that downplays on your way of being happy even though it's not directly affecting you I think you need to I think with social media in itself you need to take it just a little bit with a little pinch of salt because the media only show us what they want you to see say like with this Taliban thing and stuff we can only see what they are showing us you know it could be 10 times worse but we won't know that and I feel like it does really like sometimes it does put like you to think like you know we're so ungrateful at times you know we complain of like the dumbest things but at the same time you can't let it consume you you know we still have got lives to live we can't always like you know dwell on what's happening because I remember we got really consumed with like the stuff that was happening in Colombia and we were in one chat and we were in the other one and we were spreading awareness here there and everywhere and then you know seeing things just as family went through stuff my family went through stuff and it was like it came to a point that we couldn't take anymore we couldn't take in any more news that was happening and I remember we started removing ourselves from these groups because we were like it's just gonna drive us insane but yeah there are some things that you know do consume you more than others like for example this Texas law thing because I'm a woman you know I don't live in Texas but it just angers me that politicians and you know men have this power over us it just kind of shows that our lives are going to be controlled by these politicians all the time like you know it's not affecting us directly at the moment but at any given point what if the uk turn around and say you know we agree with this or we agree with that and then Mm. you know now it becomes our problem because this is something that's going to affect us whether you know we ever go for an abortion or not but it's just given us that kind of like choice um, so there are there are certain things that do affect you more than others. And I feel like, say with the Texas law, it's, it's like, yeah, it's not affecting us directly. But if the women there can't stand, like their voices aren't loud enough to take these laws down, the government will just continue. So it's just like, you. I feel like the bit of humanity that you have in you can only... Basically, you, you can louder their voices by also fighting for them you know because their hands are tied like if some like you said if someone yeah. if boris comes and says we're not allowed abortion <laughs> he'll probably be like <laughs> oh what was it he used to say with covid stay home if you want to stay home stay home if you need to go out go out <laughs> but i think i feel like you know as much as you you want to show awareness or you want to repost and I feel like it does get tiring at one point because you also feel like you're not nothing you're what you're doing is not helping it's like the other day um oh remember when England lost and everyone was saying oh don't repost the negative stuff because Mm -hmm. that's what's going on everyone's Instagram and you're giving it more attention and it's like okay I get it but also we can't turn the blind side to it because then these people that are doing the negative things are going to feel like they can get away with it. So it's just like, it's just a really thin line in any situation. Um, and I just, yeah, I just think like it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I was asking this because I, I was actually going to ask you if you knew the date and time that you were going to die in five years time, would you live your life differently? Or would, is there something you would do that you wouldn't that you wouldn't do if you knew you were going to die in five years time i think i would live it differently i'll just like yolo everything but with precaution i wouldn't just go jump out of a plane 
um but I definitely will like I feel like sometimes I don't know like it, it just in itself like with things you know going back to normality like brackets yeah and you know I'm spending less time with the boys because they've both gone back to school so I'm not going to be able to take them all the time so it's those little things that make me realize how much a blessing in disguise COVID was we always joke around that you know it was a nightmare and stuff but we're never going to get these moments back you know we're only going to get busier in the transition of the years and stuff um and yeah I just think I'll just appreciate them more I wanted to ask that because I wanted to like for all our listeners to actually take that question into like reflect on their life because it's like you know we always say if we die tomorrow what would we do and we'd want to do all the things that yeah hold on that that we don't do and it's kind of like why don't you do that we always make excuses for things that we like to do and it's like in reality unless you're actually broken homeless of course you're not going to be able to do certain things but I mean for instance if you like to take walks down the Thames every single Sunday morning but you don't do it every Sunday morning it's like what is actually holding you back from doing that Mm -hmm. and I feel like obviously with all with everything that's going on around the world at the moment, all the negative things and all the positive things as well, I feel like it's nice to reflect sometimes. Definitely. Like the thing is we just take tomorrow for granted. And I know I always say this and I know that I take it for granted so much because you always think, oh yeah, I'll see you on Monday. But I feel like you just always have to remind yourself constantly, constantly. It's like putting an, an alarm on your phone every single day to be like, why? Like you said, like living y- YOLO. If tomorrow your friend invites you out, why are you going to no, say no? Yeah. Uh, sometimes again we we take for granted those things that you know we think oh you know I'm gonna do it that I'll do that tomorrow oh we'll see you next week but what what how can you know that you're not gonna cross the road and that's it everything you planned for tomorrow and for the following week gone can never do again and if I was to say what if you know you're gonna die this time next tomorrow you, your response, a hundred percent, and everyone listening is probably going to be like, "I would go and spend the last hours with my loved ones," right? Absolutely. Because it, in that's all we want to ever do. Yeah. But most of us are always consumed by our phones, or we're just too busy to actually take that in and spend that quality time. Yeah. We're not connected. But even if you do, I feel like, and even if you do have the quality, like say for mm. instance, when you guys went camping. You guys enjoyed that weekend. You were disconnected from from everything out. You were living that moment. However, living it thinking, oh my God, we should do this in two months time and and next weekend. And it's like... What if it doesn't happen? Yeah. Yeah. Or did you really go home and think, I felt so fulfilled with that whole weekend. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes we find something like, oh, it could have been like this or it could have been like that. Or or like, you know, our friend's tent that it it got flooded yeah even she said she was like it just added to the experience yeah exactly they could have have taken it like so negative oh my god we're never doing this again or they could have laughed about it and just filled their life with that very moment yeah i feel like that that was a deep enough conversation to catch up with everyone listening if you're still listening to us oh my god if not you're a hater but you wouldn't hear this so (laughs) oh my god you have got some telling off to do before we close this episode also yeah for those people that (laughs) picked that you will pick breastfeeding for 18 years rather than like cleaning your child's poo you are disgusting 
because I was just talking, I was talking to me and I was like, <laughs> hang on a minute, all these people don't realize that you're going to, like, so let's say you got a boy, right? He's going to go out on a night. He's going to go out. What? How am I saying it? He's, he's, so he's going to go out. Yeah, he's going out on he's a gonna, night. Gonna, yeah, blah, blah, blah. he's going to go out. He's going to have a night out. Oh, he's going to have a night out. So he's going to have a night out <laughs> with his boys and probably going to go have sex, right? But he's going to come before all this and say to you, Ma, me le puedo pegar a la teta just before I leave. So he's going to be basically 18 she, year she, old she man. Said, Can I suck your tits? <laughs> 18 year old man. He'll probably just be like, laying on you like sitting down like with his head on on your <laughs> what's this called again legs you rather that than clean than than their poo so you rather have your son bent over so you can wipe his ass of like diarrhea shit. or like imagine he had red kidney beans 100%. <laughs> and imagine his asshole is really hairy <laughs> imagine his asshole is really it. hairy that's why wipes exist I, i'll take clean as yeah, shit i would too can you imagine how saggy your tits will be like going around your neck <laughs> 10 times of how saggy they'll be or you're outside and your kid wants to drink but he doesn't have some so you just have to whip your 10 feet long nipple out oh my god imagine that you've taken your mom out for mother's day and you're like all right can i have my dessert mom and you should start sucking their tits <laughs> imagine but what if his girlfriend comes around and you and he's just there like oh hey baby i'm just let me just have my milk <laughs> <laughs> i'll suck your tits when we get to the bedroom that oh, is no, disgusting that is we are actually sick in the head do you know that I don't know how you come up with these things, honestly, guys. When, when all the would you rather's are always Erica, so please, at her, not. She, that was honestly. like Oli. He told me I asked him <laughs> yesterday. I was sat like, what, like eating, and I was like, Oli, help me with would you rather's, and he was like, Do you actually want me to help you? Because Oli's like really X-rated, and I was like, No, no, we can't do any rude ones. Um, it's been a pleasure being back. We hope you have had a great weekend. Have a great Monday if you're listening in the morning, whatever time you're listening. We hope you're having a great day. Um, stay tuned for many more episodes. Um, please share all the episodes that you like with your friends. Tell your friends to share it. Help us get to more people. And yeah, thank you so much for all the support and for waiting for us to come back for my little break. Yes, thanks so much. We love you all. As always, we'll be back every Monday morning. Mom's code out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mama's Code.